Business Matters in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services, starting in January. Contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today. Hello and welcome to Business Matters. I'm Chris Ashmore. Donegal is certainly gaining a growing reputation as being a destination for fine food and drink. And the Food Coast Donegal initiative, driven by the Donegal Local Enterprise Office, has played a significant factor in helping to support, celebrate and grow the Donegal food sector. So, to find out a little more, this week my guest is Maura Toner, Food Coast Advisor at the Local Enterprise Office in Donegal. I visited her in her office and began by asking her to outline to me what exactly is the Donegal Food Coast. It's an initiative by the Local Enterprise Office, Chris, to support the development and growth of Donegal's food sector. Now, it's a sector that has experienced a lot of growth in in recent times. So, in effect, you're bringing a lot of new people, helping them to progress their businesses. There's also a lot of networking between all the businesses. So, Donegal Food Coast is here in this county, and I take it there are examples of, of similar initiatives in other parts of the country and in the north as well. There is, indeed, all around Ireland, actually. I, the first one I think of is Boyne Valley in Louth and Meath. Um, there are networks in Waterford, Dingle, and we recently had a collaboration with Taste Causeway on the Causeway Coast in Northern Ireland. This sector, uh, it's expanding rapidly and it's an area that offers a lot of potential. Uh, why do you think that is? I suppose it's, it's down to um, our great produce. Um, there's over 8,000 or 9,000 farms. We've got a great seafood sector. Um, we have great dynamic and innovative entrepreneurs, great artisan food base. Um, and I suppose Food Coast Donegal have been supporting them since 2012. And there's this great network built up now where they can all um, collaborate and learn from each other. Um, and there's just great passion for food in the county. We've got a great, great chef cohort. I'm thinking of Chris Malloy there in the Lemon Tree here in Letterkenny and uh, Chris McMenamin over in Biddy Barnes and others, um, Kieran Sweeney down in the Old Glen Bar. There's, there's just so, such exciting people in the county doing exciting work with, with our fantastic local produce. And this is really helping to put Donegal on the map, on the map. as a, a food destination. destination yes. Yeah. Um, and we recently um, reviewed and launched our new food strategy, and that is one of our main aims, is to put, whilst we have worked really hard since 2012 to put Donegal on the map, we are going all guns blazing now to firmly mark our plot on that mm. map and say, come to Donegal for our great food for our great experiences um, and our wonderful, you know, people come here for our gorgeous landscape and our hospitality, but they should also know that they can come here for our great food as well. Yeah, and fair to say, if you go back a, a couple of decades, people coming to Donegal as tourists, we wouldn't have been known as a food destination. As you mentioned there, there was a scenery, but you could have gone to a hotel or a bar and a lot of the food would have been pretty similar wherever you would have gone. Mm-hmm. And now with the whole circular economy and local produce, 
it's a, it's a totally different ballgame. It is, and I think that that's one of the things, one of the few things we can thank the pandemic for is that we are all more conscious of the providence of our food and we're more conscious of buying local. Um, and I suppose the sustainability thing plays into it as well. You know, less food miles is, uh, and, and our chefs and our restaurants, hotels are very conscious of that now and are supporting our local businesses because supporting those local growers and producers helps our local economy. And that's what we're here for. That's what we want to do is everybody help each other. Yeah. And on that point, many of the businesses there, you know, there's a real emphasis on using as much local produce as they can. Yes, that's exactly mm. it. And as part of the Food Coast brand, um, we're, we're currently reviewing it at the moment, but um, for our food service providers, they, to have the Food Coast brand, they must have at least a minimum of five Donegal produced products on their menus. Um, so um, that just re-emphasises the importance of using local and they must name their producers on their menus. So if you go into a local restaurant, you'll see um, they may be using, uh, for example, Ballyholy ve vegetables. Um, uh, they may be uh, serving Kinnegar beer that is produced over the road here. We can nearly <coughs> see the brewery here from the window. Um, or they may be serving, um, I'm thinking of Little Mama's Gelato from Donegal Town, John Geary's lovely products. So if they have a minimum of five on their menus, they must name those producers on their menus and then they are entitled to be certified as Food Coast members. To become involved in the, the Donegal Food Coast, if if you are a business that's interested, what's the criteria or, or how do they do they contact you first? Just, just contact me. I'm here based in the local enterprise office here in Letterkenny um, and all information is available through the local enterprise office website um, and I'm always available via email or on the phone. Um, so we have lots of great supports for those businesses, for, for from everyone, for those who have the idea of maybe setting up, if they maybe um, have a hobby at home of making chutney or some lovely tray bakes or whatever, to those who are more established, we have supports for all of them. Right. Now, the Donegal Food Coast, it's a brand, there's a logo, um, and for people, you know, the more people who are involved, the more it gets recognised. And branding is very important, isn't it? It is indeed, absolutely. Um, and I suppose um, if they're all using that, that brand, um, it will become more and more recognised. Um, I suppose things kind of fell to the wayside over the pandemic and we're just trying to rebuild things now. Um, of all sectors that were affected by the pandemic, I suppose our hospitality sector was the most badly affected. Um, so it's great now that with, with, with Food Coast we can give them a little bit of support through the network and help them rebuild themselves. Obviously there are still challenges with the cost of living crisis um, and the energy costs etc. But through this network we hope to um, continue to support them. So just like Board Bia has its quality assurance logo and there's various other things like it, the Donegal Food Coast, the logo, uh, people can use that with their business once they're, they're part of the network. Absolutely, and if they meet the criteria, which is mm. to have at least, uh, five products, Donegal products, on their menu. For people who are maybe starting off, there are a lot of supports out there, so can you give us sort of some sort of examples of, of what people can look to get support with? 
Well, for new food businesses, mm. I actually had a phone call the, um, earlier this week from um, a German lady based in the west of the county who is thinking of setting up a chocolate business, believe it or not. So I was able to tell her about um, the Food Starter Programme, which is running now in February, the 7th of February. It will run over four mornings, um, and that will give anyone who has an interest of, in setting up a food production business um, a full overview of the, um, the do's and don'ts of setting up that business. So it's facilitated by Connor Hyde, who is a food marketing expert, um, and he also has a wealth of knowledge because he is from an eighth generation drinks business, which is Hyde Whiskey down in Cork. Um, Connor has been uh, our facilitator on the Food Starter Programme for a good few years now, and the feedback is always excellent. So he gives a full overview over four mornings as to uh, from everything from branding, from the HSC regulations, and everything in between. Uh, so that programme will start on the 7th of February, which is a Wednesday morning, 9.30 to 12.30, and it will continue over the, the last three Thursdays of February, which I believe are the 15th, 22nd and 29th. Um, what I would say is that is run, being run, that programme is run in collaboration with uh, local enterprise office Leitrim and Sligo, as well as us here in Donegal, and it's limited to 15 places. So as soon as those places are filled, the, yeah. It will be the booking system will be taken down from our system and it will be closed right. because we find that if you go over that number, people won't be able to engage correctly or um, you know they want to get as much as good engagement as possible out of the course. Um, so I would really recommend that anyone any idea of setting up a food business to register that course. Now you touched on there the the diversity that's out there. I mean I'm sure you've come across such a wide range of businesses and. It's only when you start looking through here in Donegal, there is just so much going on. Absolutely. There's everything from our coffee grinders here, New Kid Coffee, here in Letterkenny. Um, I'm thinking Filligans down in uh, Glenties are making beautiful jams and chutneys. Uh, Sleeve League and Crawley distilleries are making beautiful whiskies and gins. Uh, we have um, Ulster Mead over in Convoy, who are making beautiful uh, mead wines. Um, what else have we got? Uh, we've got chocolatiers. Yeah. Uh, we've got a kombucha maker, uh, kombucha in the Dali down in Gortha Hork. Uh, we have wife Fuchsia Bakehouse, Sean McCann and Dunfanahy is making beautiful um, baking products, uh, which are easily, you know, uh, it's pre-made bread products so that it's easy for you to make your own bread at home. Uh, we have, I mentioned him already, John Geary, Little Mamas in Donegal Town making gorgeous gelato. Um, and what's great about all these little producers is that they're all um, collaborating with each other and, and using each other's products as well, which is fantastic. We're finding that's happening more and more, that these people are meeting at Food Coast events. They're having a little chat, finding out what each other's products are, and then they're using, where possible, their each other's products in their... So, for example, um, Shannon Porter in the milk bar in Carrigan's, her beautiful milk, fresh milk, is being used by John and his, ice, his gelatos. Um, and he's, you know, Shannon is then able to sell those gelatos over in her little uh, on-farm shop in Carrigan's. Um, football Special as well has been used uh, by John. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's uh, currently thinking of using some seaweed products in his ice cream. So, 
you so know, everyone's a winner. Everybody's a winner. Yeah. So, and it's great that, that, that there's that collaboration between our, our clients as well. What about food tours or, or, or going on trails and things? Do, do we have any established food tours as such? Um, well, there are a few people, there are tour operators mm. who are offering such mm. services. Um, I suppose there is an opportunity there, particularly with the number of distilleries that we now have. You, there's certainly an opportunity for a distillery tour. You could start off when um, Muff Gin finishes their facility over in Inishon Peninsula, and then you could go down to the Western Eagle to Crawley and mm. down to Sleeve League. There's certainly an opportunity there for that. Um, Following on from a collaboration that we had in the autumn with uh, Taste to Causeway, I got a phone call from a lady who runs tours in the Arts Peninsula in County Down, and she wants to bring her clients to in or around Letterkenny here to see what's happening because they've heard of the exciting things that are happening in Letterkenny. I think she has 12 tours planned to bring up to 20 clients to let the Letterkenny area over between April and September, which is going to be fantastic for for the businesses um, who engage yeah. with that. So uh, over time, you know, as Donegal becomes more established as a food destination, you could have packages that are, people are coming here from, be it Dublin or Belfast, and they could come down for a weekend, and you, you say, you know, they could visit a distillery, then they'd be going somewhere in the evening for a meal, and going out and visiting premises. So there's huge scope. Absolutely, and three of our, our clients who actually went to Philadelphia with us last February on a food marketing program um, got together following that and are, uh, created a food experience. So tell us a little bit more about this uh, tour that you had to Philadelphia last year with a number of producers. Yeah, we took myself and my predecessor Maggie Campbell took nine food producers to Philadelphia on a food marketing program, where we had um, we went to St Joseph's University with Professor George Latella, and he had lectures there each morning for us, looking at all aspects of promoting your product. Um, and then in the afternoon we had. Um, tours to various food facilities around Pennsylvania, Jersey, um, and it was a fantastic experience both f as well as for Maggie and myself but also for the food producers because it, it really opened their eyes to the opportunities mm. as to what's what's happening beyond Ireland. Um, and you know they, they were given lectures by world leaders in food marketing. Um, and the main what I took home from that, I suppose, is the importance for, from the food producer's perspective of their own story. Hmm. The best marketing you have is your story yes. and why you created this product. And they all have fantastic stories to tell. So I think that our, the, the producers that we took over really benefited from that program. Uh, we took over Donegal Brewing in, in Ballyshannon and we got to visit um, a larger brewery over there. So it was fantastic for Brendan to see what's happening. Um, and how he can grow his business. Um, we also had Eugene Gallen from Bon Appetit, who I think you interviewed recently. Um, uh, we had Shan McCann from Wife Future Bake House, uh, Cindy Adamak, who is a bean to bar chocolate producer in, in Burton Port. We had David Mulryan from the Mulryan business um, came with us as well, and it was great for him because he got a great insight a lot of the businesses that we went to visit were second or third, maybe fourth generation family businesses. Now these are businesses that started off quite small and have grown to be huge American businesses 
I'm thinking, for example, of the hair, hair, hitchy, double or crisp business. We got to visit their headquarters and they are producing something like 180 million bags of crisps per month. And just to see that and hear their story and, and how it's still a family business. So it was great for David to get that insight as to how, you know, you can, you know, you can grow a business, but it can stay in a family and how they, you know, um, work on that business continuity. Um, we also went to a very interesting Italian uh, business um, where again, we, we met the, the third generation, the current uh, manager of that business is the third generation of that business. And he was telling us, and he was quite hard hitting about it. He said his, the, the fourth generation were coming up and he came up with this policy that for the child to work in their business before they get to management level in the business, they must go and start at the bottom of another business which is completely external to them and work their way up to management level. If they don't achieve that, they don't come back to work in the family business. So it's these experiences and, and broadening the horizons. Even if you only pick up one or two ideas yeah. and if you implement them, uh, you know, there could be something that you touched on there that you would never have thought of otherwise. So yeah. it, it's remarkable. What about uh, coming up? Are there any similar events coming down the track? Um, we have... For in quarter one of 2024, we're hoping to have a meet the producer event. It will probably happen during local enterprise week, which is always the first week of March. We just have to confirm our venue. We're in talks at the minute with one of our local ve uh, venue here in Letterkenny. Our producers, whether they're the the new people or the more established uh, producers in the county, can come together in one venue and showcase their products to our restaurateurs, to our hoteliers to our retailers. The last time we did that was in 2019. Um, it, it was planned to be an annual event, then COVID happened and it, uh, it was paused. So we're excited for that. I think that that's going to be an important event and it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be a day long event uh, where, as I say, our producers will get to, to tell their stories and advertise their products to potential customers here in the county. And in the past, you've had things like uh, street food festivals and strawberry festivals, mm -hmm. and I think there's a few more of them being planned as well. Yes, so we're meeting with our clusters uh, in the coming weeks, and there are where we've asked them all to submit ideas for a calendar of events for the year ahead. Caroline Sweeney at Castle Grove Country House has committed to a strawberry festival, hopefully in around June or July and I'm waiting for proposals from our other clients. But hopefully we will have an exciting calendar of events. Like I'm thinking of previous events that were successfully held, um, Dig Your Own Dinner by Ballyholy Farm out the road here in Rufo. There was also a Hooked and Cooked event. Um, so, you know, there's lots of opportunities. So we're just hoping that our clients will come back with an exciting calendar that we'll finalise and we'll publish then in early February. You mentioned there are clusters, so just elaborate a little bit on that. You, you have a number of different clusters. We have. We reviewed our food coast strategy last year, launched it um, in May. And as part of that, we want Food Coast Donegal to become industry-led rather than agency-driven. It was very successfully driven here by the local enterprise office since 2012. But we now want the industry to own it. 
Um, and to that end, we've created two clusters with potentially a third down the line, depending. But one is a restaurant chef cluster, the other is a producer cluster. And the third potential one, which for now will come under the umbrella of the producer cluster, is a food, ex food drink experience cluster. So we had our inaugural meetings there in November, um, and there's great excitement. Um, we, some of the leading lights of the food scene in, in the county have joined, and I'm actively, since I came back to work after the Christmas break, I'm actively reaching out to others to ask them to join because we we do strongly believe that there's a great network of people out there we just want to get them together for them to to own the food coast initiative and for them to drive it forward into the future one area that's seen a lot of growth the uh, the craft beers and the whiskey sector and there's big export opportunities there as well if you go back a decade ago, you know, this wasn't really something that was there at all. Mm -hmm. uh, Irish whiskey exports, particularly to the States, uh, have soared. So uh, the prospects in this sector are, are very good. They are very good. And we have just such exciting businesses mm. here um, with James Moyer O'Hurdy down in Sleeve League, the Crawley Distillery, um, the Muff um, Liquor Company have very exciting plans for that village. It's going to just be a great addition to the Inishowen offering. Um, and then with the, the brewing, we have Kinniger here, um, who are already exporting all over Europe, um, and Donegal Brewing Company down in Ballyshannon, who are also making fantastic um, artisan beer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's just so many exciting things happening. And there are other little pockets happening all around the county as well so yeah if 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 anyone's listening to this and they are those microbrewers that i may not have heard of yet please don't hesitate to contact me because i'd love to talk to you i'd love to get you involved in the clusters and it's there to for everyone to avail of now tell us a little bit about the the donegal food because the, there is a map online that that lists all, all your producers and it, it's well illustrated and it's a great way i suppose very easily for people to just see what there is around the county. Yes, there is, and we also have um, a food producers directory, which if anybody wants it, just contact me via the local enterprise office. My predecessor, Maggie, made this beautiful directory during the pandemic to, to highlight and showcase all the producers that we have in the county who are part of the network. And significantly, all these companies, it means new jobs, so Absolutely. it's, you know, and, and a lot of them may have started off as, as one-person operations, but they have expanded quickly. They have expanded quickly, and um, Eugene Gallon of Bon Appetit is the prime example of that, a business that, uh, that is just coming up on its second birthday, and they now have moved from a smaller premises to a substantially larger premises with great um, opportunity to grow their employee numbers. Um, and that's, as the local enterprise office, what we are here to support is growth like that. Um, and we'd love to see all of our businesses um, to grow like that. And we're here with um, supports to help them do that. You're listening to Business Matters. My guest this week is Maura Toner, Food Coast Advisor at the local enterprise office in Donegal. Join us again after this break. Business Matters, in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. 
If you're looking for a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services, starting in January. Take the next step in your career and contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today. Welcome back. I'm speaking with uh, Maura Toner, the uh, Food Coast Donegal Advisor. Uh, Maura, before the break, we, we were covering a large number of topics. Just want to ask you a little bit about cross-border cooperation because we link in so many ways with people just a short distance away. So in this whole sector, the food sector, the Northwest region, there's so much to offer. So what sort of collaboration is there at an agency level and then also at a, a producer and local level? Well, we, we recently had a, a collaboration with Enterprise Causeway um, and their Taste Causeway uh, colleagues where we uh, took 12 food producers and food service providers up to Bush Mills um, and we operated on a buddy system so they were matched with their counterparts from Northern Ireland um, and we had um, an opportunity for them to share information about each other's businesses and help cross promote each other's businesses and then in that was in September 2023 and then in November we had the return visit here to Donegal uh, where we had a day out in Castle Grove Country House and again we had those businesses got to meet the larger groups so not only their buddy but everyone in the entire group so those are people such as who are involved in food production or food service providers so for example using Castle Grove they were matched with Bushmills um, Country Inn in Bushmills Village so those are both blue book businesses but working at either side of the border um, so they will now cross promote each other and come up with packages for their clients um, so and then we match for example Kinniger Brewing here with a small brewery in Portrush called Ricada Brewing um, so those businesses then obviously have similar challenges, they have s- similar opportunities, um, so they were able to kind of have a chat together, discuss what's happening for them, and then that cross-promotion um, idea as well. So that was a really, really successful event, um, and we hope to continue that into 2024. Um, what, what, what we did realise is that it doesn't make sense not to collaborate. That we both have, we here in Donegal are so lucky that we're part of the Wild Atlantic Way and for them, they have this beautiful Causeway Coast. It makes sense to match them up. And indeed the natural link for that is um, the likes of Lockfoyle Ferry. We had the lady from Lockfoyle Ferry at the Castle Grove event and she was telling us the first question that people ask when they get off at Greencastle is, where in Donegal can I go? What can I do with my kids? And she's there advising them. So she got to meet all the businesses there that day and now has a wealth of information when the ferry season starts in March, April time. She'll be able to say, right, you've got kids with you. I recommend that you go up to Newton Cunningham and go to Linda McLean's Mallow Mia. She has a lovely workshop there where you can make marshmallows or rocky roads with your kids or it's also suitable for adults and it's a great way to pass safe we never guaranteed the weather in Donegal as we know but if it was a wet afternoon what a lovely way to spend a couple of hours with your family um 
making beautiful tray bakes that you can take home with you or eat in your hotel that night. Um, so yeah, that was a great collaboration and we're hoping to continue that into the new year. Um, funding for that was part of the Courthouse Bush Mills project in Northern Ireland. Um, but we're looking at, we, we're hoping to talk to Fulcher Ireland and have Tourism NI involved and, and further develop the connections that we made last year and bring them into 2024 and beyond. I had it written down here to ask you about the Wild Atlantic Way and, you know, its advent has, I suppose in some ways it's, it's mirrored the whole Donegal Food Coast um, and it has certainly helped bring new tourists, new visitors in, into the county and a lot of the people involved in the food sector, I mean, they're going to be on the websites for the Wild Atlantic Way and using the logo and yeah. it's all sort of come at more or less the, the one time so it's, it's blended in well. It's fantastic. I think the Wild Atlantic Way is celebrating its 10th anniversary and I think whoever came up with that simple but so, so successful initiative, it has really just brought so much to our county. I live in Inch Island um, and even I can see the difference that it has made to our small area that you seek, we used to never see camper vans coming onto the island, but now, now because of the signage and the, all of the promotion, they're coming there. And it's just fantastic for rural communities, but not only the rural communities, towns like Letterkenny here, because it's bringing so many tourists that wouldn't ordinarily came to Donegal to our county, and they're seeing how beautiful it is. Um, and then I suppose if the natural hinterland then is to go on up the Causeway Coast, so because of the collaborations that we uh, built with the um, Taste Causeway people, the, the, they can share, they can be sent, those tourists can be sent both ways now, that our clients here in Donegal can recommend their counterparts up in Northern Ireland, and likewise it will come the other way. So it's all mutually beneficial. When we talk about foodie counties and the food destination, it's probably uh, the type of visitor that you're going to attract would probably have a, a higher purchasing power as well. So it's that can be a good thing too that you're you're bringing in maybe the visitor who who wants to spend a little bit more on on really good quality produce and and trying things more away from the sort of the more standard fare. Absolutely, and why not? Um, but you know, there's there's. Um opportunities for everyone and every pocket here in the county you know no matter what your budget is and yes there is the opportunity for the higher end spenders i'm thinking of brack house in in hornhead and dunfanaghy they have a beautiful um destination there and yes it is high end but they are attracting people into the county that wouldn't ordinarily come and as part of that the the recent article in the new york times um highlighted that um is that they're using all local producers, they're using the Donegal soap, um, they're using the McNutt um, beautiful crafted products, so it's all mutually beneficial, you know, that they're all promoting each other essentially. So yes, welcome everybody, is my view. Now for people starting off, uh, they often go to the likes of the local enterprise office, just what sort of grants and supports are available there? because. A lot of people, having that initial capital can be a, a big hurdle to overcome at the start. Yes, well, for, for those who are starting off from scratch, what I would recommend that they do is do or start your own business programme. That is um, 
uh, a programme which will give a full overview, an online programme which will give a full overview of the do's and don'ts of starting a business. Um, and that's what we always recommend our clients do. Then there is a suite of grants for the manufacturing or internationally traded service clients. So that would be a priming grant or a business expansion grant. And there are other supports. What I would say, um, we host twice monthly information sessions regarding all the supports that we have. That's on a Friday morning, uh, every second Friday morning, either online or in person. We tend to, to look, uh, host it around the county so that you know, if you're in Malinhead, you would go to Bunkrana, et cetera, et cetera. Or if you were in, Killy, we'd sometimes host it in Killybegs. We tend to, you know, mix it between virtual and in-person events. So that's a great starting point is log on to those information sessions or attend one of those information sessions. All is available to book on our website, localenterprise.e forward slash Donegal. Um, what we also have for businesses at all stages is our mentoring program which is invaluable. You have access to um, experts in all aspects. So if you have a query or a problem in your business in any area, we have more, more than likely a mentor to suit you. Um, so what we offer is up to six hours free mentoring with an expert. Um, it's available through our website, through a simple application process on our website. Um, and as I say, up to six hours is free at the moment. Um, and that will be in that free mentoring up to six hours will be in place to uh, March 2024. Mm, that is certainly invaluable. Tell me a little bit about social media and certainly in terms of, of spreading the word about a business because anybody in the world could be logging on and finding your business. I'm sure there's people who are exporting here uh, produce from the county to all over the world. That just wouldn't have happened years ago. And we can thank social media for that. And um, I, I, it's, it's interesting that you just mentioned that I have a new client that uh, came onto the network the other day and I added her to our WhatsApp group. And the first thing she said is, please follow me on social media and I follow you. And then that's how that's just brilliant marketing from her perspective. Just follow each other on social media and get the word out there. Um, yeah, no, social media is a fantastic tool, which we ourselves use to promote our various events and our services online on our own social media channels. The local enterprise office use um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We use all of those and find them invaluable to promote our services and indeed encourage our clients to do the same. And would you find many of the clients actually need help? to promote their own businesses through social media, then maybe that's a skill set that they don't have themselves and they may have to get a bit of mentoring or support in that area. Yeah, absolutely. They can use mentoring for that. And indeed, if they keep an eye on our website, we sometimes run courses specifically on that area. And I understand the ATU has a, a, a course out there at the moment which uh, has attracted a lot of interest. Yes, they're running a higher, a higher diploma in food business and product innovation and the local enterprise office uh, uh, sorry the local enterprise office sponsored four of our food coast clients to to undertake that diploma and they'll be graduating in the coming months so feedback from them has been fantastic from those clients they find it, now it was intensive um, but it really made them think about their businesses and I have no doubt that it will really benefit their businesses. And as I say, those four clients graduate 
later this year. So that is reflective of the market that we're in at the moment and, and the whole expansion of this sector, the fact that there is this course? Absolutely. Um, and, and other courses available through the ATU. I think it's just fantastic that we now have a university in our county. It's just fantastic with a, a, a you know, a really innovative um, hospitality department who think outside the box, think not just of the kids coming out of school, but to think and, and provide courses for established businesses where they can expand their knowledge and adapt their businesses from what they learn um, and, you know, and help them grow their businesses. That's exactly what we want to see happening. When you're talking to members of the uh, Donegal Food Coast uh, the issues and the difficulties that they face suppose the, the last year or two, uh, the cost of energy and inputs has been a problem. Uh, I hear also quite a few people are actually finding it hard to get employees because we're near full employment. So what have you found speaking to people? Exactly that, that are their main challenges are at the moment the cost of running their businesses and getting uh, skilled staff. But the actual business climate at the moment is very positive. It seems to be, yeah. Um, they seem to be managing compared to three this time three years ago. A lot of our hospitality businesses and food businesses were in a dark place and probably found it difficult to see light at the end of the tunnel, but things are improving. And now once we get into March and the hospitality season really, really kicks off, hopefully they will be able, this 2024 will be a good year for them. You mentioned about uh, the village of Muff now, Donegal has done well in things like the, the Lonely Planet guides and there's been a lot of publicity and uh, journalists coming in from food magazines and all sorts of publications and plugging the county and giving it uh, great images. The, the access to the county is a bit of a problem, so sometimes Donegal has to fight that bit harder to, to get people here. And, but when you have a product up here, we've got this great green image we have so much potential and can actually be the leaders. Absolutely, and there's no reason why we can't be. And I think, again, going back to the, the pandemic, a lot of people didn't realise how beautiful Donegal was when, until they were forced to have mm. a staycation and they decided, oh, I haven't been to Donegal, I'll have a wee trip up there. And then they realised how beautiful this place actually is. I suppose we become somewhat immune to it when we've grown up here. Um, uh, you know, but when you see it through others eyes you realize how lucky we are to live in such a beautiful county um, and the, the Food Coast Donegal certainly determined to put Donegal on the map in 2024 as a food, the food destination to come to. And for the people involved um, in terms of the rules and regulations and requirements and hygiene and certification is there a lot of red tape out there? There is, but um, I suppose that's why we recommend people do our food starter programme so that they get an overview of what is required and so that they have the knowledge and armoury in their back pocket that when they start that they continue to do to run their businesses correctly and comply with the regulations. Yes, the regulations are there, they are tight, they are hard, they're they're you know, they're stringent, but it's important when you're dealing with food, um, it's very important that you, you abide by those rules. Because it does mean that, you know, if you're certified for something, people know what sort of quality and the standards are being set. Absolutely. Maura, a number of the members of the Donegal Food Coast are uh, supplying 
supermarkets and local stores with their uh, produce and indeed some of the, the bigger chains also have initiatives which they've been able to benefit from. Um, yes, for example, the Grow with Aldi program, which is currently open for applications to the 26th of January. So if anyone wants to um, consider supplying Aldi, get their application in. It's available through me at the local enterprise office or via our website. And then there is the Super Value Food Academy. So a prerequisite of that, you must do the Food Starter Program, which we discussed earlier. Um, and then the applications for Super Value Food Academy will open in around March time and close in May. So that's a great opportunity to get invaluable mentoring from their retail experts in both SuperValue and Aldi. And if somebody gets a, a contract to supply one of them, would it initially be just a sort of a, a, on, at a local level before you go nationally? Because I imagine there's problems scaling up if it comes quickly. Yes. Um, so Aldi, I believe you get into all 160 stores, so you must have the capacity to supply them. Um, and then super value, I believe, initially you get into the, the local stores, so you would get into the Donegal stores of super value, which I think there's about six of them in the county. Yeah, um, and some of our um, clients are already in there. I'm thinking of the likes of Wild Fuchsia Bakehouse and Filligans are in super value. As well as the multiples, there's a number of households recognisable awards out there, including the Blast and the Heron Awards, and this is an area that Donegal has done very well on in recent times. Yes, very excited um, to say that we had seven winners in 2023. Um, those included um, Andale Moor Charanta, which is Kombucha in the Dali, uh, Donegal Rapeseed Oil, Filligan's Handmade Preserves, Green Pastures Donegal, McConnell Meats Limited, Natural Dairies and again Wild Future Bakehouse. Um, so fantastic for those businesses and the opportunities they get from that are just phenomenal, you know, from, from, from their own business perspective to have that badge mm -hmm. on their product is a real endorsement of the quality of their products. And I'm sure it does help boost sales. Absolutely. And it, it just in relation to Blast in the Hair again, um, I had an email from them. They're already planning their 2024 awards and applications for that open on St. Patrick's Day. Um, if anyone is interested in submitting their product, I will be circulating information in early March. So what, how does, exactly does it work? People would send off a, a sample as such? Exactly that. There is, um, you submit details of your product and then you're invited then, if you're accepted, you're invited to send um, the product for tasting. Mm. And if you pass that, then you get to the finals. Yeah. And there, there's, an, is it bronze, silver and gold? There's different exactly categories that, yeah. as well there. Yeah, yeah, and then they have an overall category right. as well. Yeah. yeah. So um, success so far, and no doubt there'll be further success. And, and no doubt about it that this year will be a great year for our Donegal businesses. So in conclusion, if, if we look at this, uh, the whole food sector, uh, the Donegal Food Coast has certainly helped to put Donegal on the map. There's a lot of businesses doing very well. There's a lot of supports out there. You can be very optimistic about the years ahead. Absolutely. I'm excited for the year ahead. I think that we are going to have a great calendar of events. Um, I think that our businesses will really benefit particularly from the Meet the Producer event that we're going to run in March. And we will run that again if it is successful and if there's demand for it. It's going to be a great opportunity for the food service providers in the county to see the quality products that are being uh, created in this county. 
Um, so I'd encourage everyone to attend that and we will issue a press release nearer the time with full information and details of where and when, as I say, early stages of planning, but it will probably be in early March. Um, so keep an eye out for that. There's a great cohort of business people involved in the network and you know they're very excited about the prospects ahead for them as a, as groups of, of either the restaurant chef cluster or producer clusters and they are excited and passionate about what they do and I think that that is going to transfer into success for everybody in 2024. And finally if people want to find out more about the Donegal Food Coast Go online. Go online to the Local Enterprise Office website, which is localenterprise.ie forward slash Donegal, and you will find the Food Coast microsite on there. Yeah, and uh, we're also across, you'll find information and regular updates across our um, social media channels as well. And my thanks to Maura Toner, Food Coast Advisor at the Local Enterprise Office in Donegal. You've been listening to Business Matters. If you want to contact me, Chris Ashmore, the email address is businessmatters at highlandradio.com. Business Matters, in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services, starting in January. Contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today.